Hello and welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get raw and real about running an online business, living life as an entrepreneur, and figuring it all out as you go. After creating seven figures in my first three years as a coach and doing what I love every single day, I truly believe that you deserve the money, joy, and life of your dreams. I hope to inspire you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hey, you guys. So today is more of a story time kind of podcast, which is different. Normally I'm giving you guys tips or interviews, breakdowns of processes in my business, my life, but today I'm just going to tell you why I'm a coach, how I became a coach, how I even found the coaching industry. I get this question, I mean, truly almost every single day in my Facebook messenger. And I've recorded live streams on this and YouTube videos on this, but I just wanted to record a fresh version and kind of re put it out there because I really do think it's an interesting story. And I also want to point out along the way, the fact that you are here right now, whatever you're doing, whoever you are, whatever business you're in or starting or It's for a reason. And sometimes it feels like the online coaching world is this bubble that like barely anyone knows about. And it kind of feels too good to be true. And it's like, yeah, why am I a coach? Like what even qualifies me to be here right now? Like what even is this? Um, But then what's really interesting is there's so many moments, like defining moments in my life that at the time didn't feel like a big deal at all that truly led me here, exactly where I'm at today, sitting at this desk in this home, recording a podcast on my own podcast about my journey. Um, okay. (laughs) So the story actually starts There's kind of a part of this story that I typically leave out, but I'm just going to tell you how far back I can pinpoint that this goes. The journey of becoming a coach. So, I'm, I'm laughing. I am laughing because this is very insignificant, but it actually, if this wouldn't have happened, who knows? Who knows if I would be here today? So, ninth grade. (laughs) I got broken up with. Devastating. Even worse, as a ninth grade girl who was not fit at all, um, you know, I was always picked last for sports or, you know, PE things, and I could never run the mile in the right amount of time. And um, yeah, let's just say PE, gym, whatever you want to call it, was always a least favorite for me. But go figure that the guy that breaks up with me is in my gym class. So maybe I was actually entering 10th grade and this happened like that summer. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure. Or maybe it was starting a new semester or I can't exactly remember, but sometime ninth, 10th grade in there. And 
obviously I could no longer be in this gym class with this guy. Like how humiliating, how can I be reminded of such a, a, a thing every single day of my life? Like worst case scenario I could ever come up with at the time. So I begged my parents and I begged my guidance counselor to get me out of that class. I have to be out of that class. I told the guidance counselor, I will take any other class, like literally any other class. And the guidance counselor said, I, the only class I have for you that you could switch into is TV production. Still doesn't seem like this is leading anywhere, right? I did not think that that would lead to my career. So I get into TV production and I learn about like anchoring, AKA like reading from the teleprompter and being a news anchor essentially. Um, and I'm doing news anchor stuff for my school and I learn about video editing and I'm like making music videos and things like just having so much fun. And for the first time in my entire life, I started to feel artistic and creative Um, and I loved it. I fell in love with it. And, you know, a very realistic job in that field is a news anchor, at least in my opinion at the time. So I decided to go to college for journalism, which is very funny because, um, up until very, 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 very recently, I have been like so far from political, so out of the know, don't watch the news. And then obviously as a teenager, I mean, it was even more extreme of like, I could care less about any of that. Um, but I liked being on camera. I liked, I liked the process. I liked writing the scripts. I liked the technology of it. I I, I liked it. So I went to school for journalism. So I go to college, I'm taking my journalism classes and I have this professor. Again, it's all seeming very like, what's, what's the point here, Taylor? I have this professor who, um, I forget exact, I don't think he was doing freelance work at the time, but he, a big part of his career was like freelance videography, like recording short films, being the cameraman and and things like that. And maybe even editing. Um, Again, I'm not, I don't know his career, but he kept mentioning freelance. And I even remember we kind of went on this like field trip for the class one day to go see this short film being filmed. And, you know, the reason he had that connection was because he freelanced for them and he did like camera work. I believe he maybe did editing work, probably even directing, like all, all the things. I had never heard of that word before freelance and gosh, there's so much farther back. The story could go, you guys, the little parts will come up. But, um, if we back up a little bit, my dad was a business owner my entire life. He was a single dad. I lived with him from probably like 12 years old on. Um, my mom lived very far away. We lived in Florida. She lived in Hawaii. So obviously I, I I lived with my dad most of my life and I was very close to him, obviously. Um, or maybe not even most of my life, but a very significant part of my life. So anyway, he owned a business but I kind of hated it because it was just very like stressful and consuming. It felt like, so I would always say like, I'm never going to own a business. I'm never going to own a business, but obviously growing up. Oh, here's another side note. The business is named after me and he started it after I was born, like right after I was born. So I've even before, you know, my mom moved away and I lived with my dad. Um, obviously my dad was in my life and stuff and had this business and the business was a part of my life, my whole life. 
it's pretty much all I ever knew in terms of like making a living. And that's what provided for me and my family, my whole, whole, whole life. And, um, so obviously I had some, some entrepreneurial background, right. And in my blood. And, um, so when I heard this word freelance, it was like, wait, so you can make money doing like small jobs. So like, you're not really an employee, but you're not really a business owner either. And I don't mean that in offense to any freelancers, but this is like what my, I'm thinking at the time. And so that really caught my attention. And then this crazy thing happened where I'm on YouTube in my dorm room and this video pops up, uh, five ways or something like that to make money online. Okay. You know, I'm in college. I don't have a job. I'm going home every weekend again, single dad to help with my siblings and cause I'm the oldest, Um, even to help my dad in his business, doing like invoicing, things like that. So I had a lot on my plate, um, but I've always been really ambitious and wanted to make money. I used to literally Google as a kid, like how to make money, how to make money in the summer, how to make money as a kid. Like I was always interested in that. Never, ever, ever went anywhere. But (laughs) anyway, so I was really interested in having a job outside of helping my dad and making good money and being able to save so I could move and have my own place after, after college and, you know, pay for my own stuff and gain more independence. But it was really hard considering I had classes spread out through the day. I went home every weekend. It it felt hard to do. So anyway, this video pops up on YouTube and I tried everything in the video, online tutoring that went nowhere. Um, different like survey sites that went nowhere. Um, like article writing sites that went nowhere and freelancing on upwork.com, which used to be called Odesk at the time. I got my first job the day I signed up for my account. I charged $7 an hour, less than minimum wage. And I had my first job. The job was to schedule pre written tweets through Hootsuite, which is like a social media scheduler. So easy. And what was great was I could do it at any time. I just had to get these tweets done by these days. It was so easy. Um, I had to do my first negotiation because when I realized that I was charging less than minimum wage, um, before I even started the job, I messaged the guy and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like I'm just getting started with this. Um, you know, I realize that $7 is definitely undercharging. It's less than minimum wage. It doesn't really make sense. Um, can we do like $8 an hour or maybe seven fifty or something? I mean, minimum wage was like super low at the time, like probably six sixteen or seven sixteen or seven something very low. Anyway, he said, yes, I got the job and I just have so many beautiful memories of doing that job, like at home on the weekends, watching Grey's Anatomy with my little sister, scheduling these tweets. My dad had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) And as I started gaining skill sets, right? Like I never heard of Hootsuite or or scheduling social media posts, but when I learned that was a thing, I added that to my profile, to my skill set. I got more jobs doing that. And then those clients would teach me this or that or ask me if I could figure something out. And as I would learn new skills, I kept adding it to my profile and um, getting clients in those areas. 
And I also marketed myself at the time, which I laugh now because I'm in such a different mindset, but I marketed myself as a cheap college student. I didn't market myself as an expert. I never lied. I told people I was new. I told people I had no clue what I was doing, but I told people when people read cheap college student, I mean, like literally they were ecstatic because they think college student, she knows social media. She can help me with marketing. And I learned so much. I have so many beautiful clients from that time period that, I mean, I owe a lot to because they taught me a lot. They got me started. You know, one client at the time even paid to do my taxes the first year. I owed $700 in taxes. She said, I remember she asked me, she goes, you are doing taxes, right? And I said, uh, I don't know. And she actually paid her accountant to do my taxes for me. It was so nice. And that's how I got started in this world. Now, graduation happens. I've been freelancing for a full year. And I graduate college. And everybody decorated their graduation caps. On mine, I said, find me on Odesk, which was the freelance site name at the time. Now Upwork which I think is so hilarious. I don't keep many things. I'm a very, like very minimalist in things that I keep, but that's one thing I will keep forever. And nobody really gets it except me. And I just, I think it's so hilarious. And I um, wore that. I walked across the stage. I got my diploma. Um, this is a different story for a different day, but I definitely <sighs> like adult friend ran away and moved in with my older boyfriend across the country. And here we are today, married with a baby. Um, but that's just, that's a, that's a whole story, but truly. And, um, I kept freelancing. I got more and more clients. I raised my rates at this point. I'm charging $25 an hour, $30 an hour, um, which is more than any of my friends were making. Most of my friends did not get jobs. Like most of the friends I graduated in freelance or advertising because, you know, communications degrees, most did not get a job in that field. Most are working retail minimum wage. And here I was making 25 or 30 bucks an hour with a flexible schedule, working at home. I was able to travel. I was able to move. I felt like I was doing really well. I was making two to $3,000 a month and I really enjoyed it. Now I started getting clients who were in the coaching industry and my interest starts getting peaked where it's like, you are just teaching people what you know. And I have spent the last year and a half learning learning and being mentored and becoming a really great assistant and marketer. And, um, at the same time as I start, it's so divine. This is the divine moment. You will have a divine moment that leads you to what you are meant to be doing. I I feel like the way I would describe it is the universe nudges you. It's like boyfriend breaks up with you. You get stuck in TV production. You go to school for it. Teacher mentions freelance. It sticks out. This YouTube video pops up and you learn that you can freelance online et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Then it was a very divine thing of, I like this coaching thing that these clients are doing. Like I kind of, I would want to do it, but I can't, I'm, I, I don't have, I don't know enough as them. I'm not making as much as them. I could never, I could never. Well, at the same time, my clients who aren't coaches, actually some who even were, are asking me um, questions, Questions about webinars, questions about email marketing, questions about Facebook ads, questions about these advanced skill sets that I have learned and was really good at. 
Um, I even started taking on more higher end clients of $300 an hour and things like that for Facebook ads and funnels and webinars. And I, I really started mastering that, like, you know, higher ticket services. I mean, I wasn't, I don't, I don't think I was mastering the charging for them, but Hey, um, I had a few clients that were paying me really well. And then I had this one client that was paying me like probably 20 bucks an hour, less than I wanted. She like negotiated me down, made me feel bad. And I am working and it's probably two years in I'm working on my laptop. Frankie's going to be home any second. And I get a Skype message. It's, that's what I used to use with all my clients, Skype. And she says, can we hop on a call real quick? I have some questions. And I knew it wasn't about like questions about me or my work. It was questions about helping her with her website and helping her plan things. And I said, um, maybe tomorrow I'm clocking out for the night. And she basically like, you know, please, it just it'll, it'll be 15 minutes. Okay, fine. This woman kept me on the phone. And by the way, no hate to her because I just had no boundaries. Two hours. I was on a Skype call for two hours. And here's the weird thing about freelancing, or at least how I did it at the time. You get paid when you're like doing the work, but you don't get paid for being on the phone with your clients. Now, I don't know where I picked that up from, but that I wasn't charging for phone calls. I was getting on phone calls and literally strategizing people's ads, funnels, marketing, businesses, social media plans, launch plans for free. And I kept thinking like, gosh, these coaches are real. They really have it good, right? And that two hour call was my breaking point. I hung up the call. I cried. And I mean, essentially I hired my first coach because it was like, I'm done. If people want to ask me these questions on the phone, I'm going to get paid for it. So... I hired my first coach, which is a whole nother story. I was, I loved live streams and live stream challenges were happening at the time. And, um, I, this one coach was doing challenges like all the time. I had watched a few of them at least. And we ended up getting on a sales call and I bought, and that was my first coach. It was $5,000 to make 5k months. I was all about it. I was so excited. I ended up working with that woman for, I think two years and she's not a business coach anymore, but she is also somebody I owe so much thanks to Lauren Joyce. You can look her up. She is in the coaching world. She's not a business coach. Um, she's more so like a relationship coach and I just, I loved her and she helped me really find like the feminine side of business and help me craft, like craft my first package and decide my first price point and make my first sales. And, um, so, so, so incredible. I also, a few months after hiring her, even though I did work with her and it was great and we worked together long-term, hired another coach right away for another 5,000. So I was 10,000 in, no clients, no sales. It took me months to get my first client. Um, then I was only getting one coaching client a month for $3,000 for four months. And then a lot clicked in May of 2016. 2016. And I filled my coaching program. Um, I started doing a lot of collaborations and building my audience. And then I raised my rates to $10,000. I started signing clients at that rate. I kept hiring coaches. I kept, I kept learning, 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 doing the work, showing up. And here we are today. I've now made well over $1.5 million dollars. 
in this business, which is so crazy. Um, and it all started getting hired. I mean, it all started getting broken up with, (laughs) but it all started getting hired for seven bucks an hour to schedule pre-written tweets into Hootsuite for an event company. So that's my journey. You guys, obviously there's so much more to talk about in terms of like growing the coaching business and scaling the coaching business and getting the first client and raising the rates, but there's tons of podcast episodes on that. So this was just really to share my story of how I got into it. And, um, I hope some of you enjoyed listening to it. And I also hope that you can see that, you know, I hope that you see that this is just about following those nudges and knowing everything is working out for you. And, you know, I got broken up with, I was devastated. I thought it was the end of the world. Obviously I was what, maybe 15. (laughs) Um, so it's kind of laughable. It is laughable, but you know, you know, things feel terrible at the time. And then you look back and they're the whole reason why you are where you are today and who you are today. And they're actually, thank goodness they happened because if they didn't, who knows what life would look like. And I bet you can think of many moments in your life where that is so accurate. Um, definitely very true for me. And you're meant to be here right now. And while it flowed and it sounds so effortless and just like one thing led to the another and it was just so great and easy. And I just was like nudged along the path gently. It did not feel like that. Even starting the coaching business, I had so many fears and I was only 20 years old when I started coaching because I graduated college two years early. So I was super young. I lived somewhere where I knew nobody. I was like super shy and introverted and I had to get over all those obstacles too. And along the way of freelancing, I had clients that took advantage of me and were mean and sucked. And, um, even in college, while I got these freelance gigs and I hustled and I worked in classes and I mean, I was busy and I was tired and I was worn out, but for some reason I knew it was what I meant to be doing. For some reason, I knew it was what I was meant to be doing and it was just, it was worth every minute. So that's the story. Hope you enjoyed. If you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram or if you have anything that you feel like, I want to know more about this or I want Taylor to talk about this, message me on Instagram and just say, I have a podcast request. Here it is because you guys, I'm always looking for podcast requests, like seriously. And it's actually really, really helpful when you guys just tell me what you want to hear. So message me on Instagram if this, you know, has you thinking of any questions for me, because I would love to turn those into episodes for you. But in the meantime, hope you enjoyed and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye guys. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for listening. But before you go, if this helped you find clarity, feel motivated, or learn something new, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a five-star review on this podcast? It would mean the absolute world to me as this podcast is still really new and it would help other badasses just like you find this show. And that is the most amazing thing I could ever ask for. So thank you in advance for leaving that five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye guys.